All right, we had Anthony Broom on yesterday. We're kind of running out of time to get a chance to talk to him a lot about where Michigan basketball is at. Also update uh, Harbaugh bringing back uh, stud recruiter. Anthony Broom from the Wolverine.com is ready on the Meyer guest line. Welcome back, Anthony. Long time no talk. Good to be back. Yeah, I know we were running fast yesterday. We'll get to hoops in a moment. Let's talk about Harbaugh as he's finalizing his staff and moving forward to spring football. I think I saw, was it April 1st now will be the spring game? Is that correct? That is the date, yes. All right, and and what about the Partridge story? Yeah, um, we're still waiting on, seems like there's another shoe that needs to drop with that. I mean, they're they're reported that he's going to be hired for an on-field role, but they don't currently have one of those available, leading you know us to believe that there's another shoe to drop somewhere on the staff with either a departure or, or something. You know, someone has to leave for that to happen. So, or maybe someone doesn't leave and he winds up um, sliding into the role that Biff Pogey left behind as as sort of Jim Harbaugh's right hand man. So, still waiting on. I mean, we think it's going to be an on field role, but. Um, still waiting on some things to sort themselves out. Uh, other than that, they hired a couple of analysts on the offensive side of the ball today. Uh, but, yeah, still uh, a little bit left to uh, cross cross the T's and dot the I's before spring football. How many coaches uh, now? I know that I think there's been a bump. I, I don't know if that was just college basketball or on the football side. Uh, how many coaches are D1 programs allowed now, including analysts? I think they get 10 assistants. Um, as far as the analysts go, I don't know that there's a cap on that. Now, there is something coming. It seems like there's some um, some sort of rule in the works that would let those analysts start to be guys that can coach on the field. Again, you know, part of this NCAA investigation with Michigan has to do with one of their former analysts doing a little bit too much of on-field work with them. So, um yeah, the rules are always fluid and never changing. Um, but as of now, yeah, they uh, they can't they can't add Chris Partridge officially until they have a spot to slide him into. So uh, I think that's what's still being sorted out, and um, I'm not sure what the timeline on that is. But yeah, um, it's going to be interesting to see what that other move winds up being. There are whispers of things, but um, ultimately, I think that when when they get him in there, it will be an upgrade and bring a guy who uh, you know has quite a bit of recruiting chops for them. Uh, that the last stint that he was with that, the program. So yeah, we'll see what winds up happening. Anthony Broom from the Wolverine.com joining us on the Meyer guest sign on the huge show across Michigan. Talk of Michigan football. Let's move on and talk about uh, Michigan basketball. Here they are seven and five in the conference ahead of Michigan state by a game. Most think state is a lock for the tournament because of their non-conference strength of schedule and W's Michigan's monster schedule to finish has a lot of people doubting uh, they can make the tournament. I know we touched on it a little bit yesterday. Uh, what do you think the magic number is? Is it two games over 500? Is that what you're sticking with? Uh, I think for them, by the end of the regular season, you probably need to get to 18 or 19 wins um, and then hope that you can add another one to two uh, in the big 10 tournament. Cause they just don't have, they don't have those non-conference games to kind of hang their hat on, and they've they've lost some some very winnable games. You look at uh, Virginia, Kentucky, North Carolina. They let one slip to Central Michigan. They've let a couple slip in Big Ten play. So, you know, they don't have really much of a margin for error anymore. And you know, the fact that it took them until February second to add a, a tier A 
or a tier a tier A win, one of those quad one type of victories to their resume. Um, you know that that kind of it is just is where they're at right now. So there's a lot of those games coming up for them. Uh, you know, every night out in the Big Ten is a chance for you to add to your resume and and add to what your what you bring to the table come tournament time. So we'll, we'll see what happens there. It's you know, I'm still a little bit pessimistic just because they haven't played. Uh, you know, they, have, they haven't won three straight games since the first three games they played this season. So mm. um, they should win. They should win this game against Nebraska tomorrow night, and then uh, you see what happens Saturday with Indiana. That's a huge showdown game for them. So uh, a lot of winnable games coming up, but you know they've got a tough stretch here too at the end. So um, they have no margin of error. It's time to kind of make something happen, or you know the, this disappointing kind of year that they've had will just keep playing itself out. I think it's a must that they go three and one in their next four, and that would be beating Nebraska, Indiana, and Michigan State at home, and give up. You know, again, Wisconsin hasn't played great basketball, but Madison still is a tough place to play. I think if they're three and one in the next four Big Ten games, I would put them at ten conference wins, ten and six, and then they get that gauntlet at the end with at Rutgers. So we'll say that's a loss. Beat Wisconsin at home. You're at, you're at 11 wins, and then you lose to Illinois and Indiana on the road to close out the regular season. So that would put their number around 11 and 8 in the Big Ten. And if you get that W in game one of the Big Ten tournament, if not two, I think they're safe. I really do. Yeah, we'll see. It's, it's gonna, it, it'll be interesting. Right. I think that, um, you know, Michigan's a school where, you know, if, if they are, if they do play themselves onto the bubble. Um, given the way that that fan base travels and the way that, uh, you know, the, what Michigan's pedigree in the postseason has been, you know, maybe you get a, maybe you get a, a good shake from the selection committee. But, you know, in the here and now, um, they have a lot of work to do still. And like you said, these games are, are winnable. I think those, those last four games, you know, you go to Rutgers, you go to, Illinois, you go to Indiana, you're going to have to find a way to win one or maybe two of those to really hammer home uh, some type of resume that they can justify putting you in. Because right now it's not, um, like I said, it's not there from the non-conference. I'm still, you're still waiting. I mean, their, their best win in conference play is that game at Northwestern last week. And that was against a team that had played five games in 11 days. So, um, you know, if they're going to flip the switch and they're going to turn it on, it, it's got to, it has to happen now. It feels like we've been saying that since New Year's Day, but, um, you know, the more that they've kind of treaded water since then, the more that that message kind of gets hammered home. So a lot of work to do. I think that they have some good parts. They're kind of starting to grow up and emerge a little bit, uh, but you got to put it together. Uh, there's, there's eight games left here in the regular season. I'm thinking you probably need to go five and three, maybe six and two. Uh, but they're they're completely capable of doing that. It's just a matter of uh, consistency and and really want to. Um, haven't seen the effort and the want to, especially on the defensive end of the floor, hasn't been where it needs to be a lot of times this year. So, um, you know, if they can if they bring it on that end of the floor, they're going to set themselves up to win some games here. Yeah, we'll see, man. The way they played defense the last two, I don't look at a remaining game that I I feel they can't win. Asked me that a week ago. I was thinking they're going to lose every remaining game on their schedule, maybe outside of Nebraska. So they found some defense. Uh, they're playing like a team. I like the rotation. I I just don't know why we had so much bad basketball 
uh, there in the middle between the start and until where we are now. But we'll see. You know, like I said, three and one in the next four. There'll be a lot of confidence on and off the floor for this team. Anthony Broom for the Wolverine dot com uh, joining us. You can follow Michigan basketball twenty four seven. Uh, what are your thoughts? Because uh, I watched him the last two games, and he's coached great with Martelli. Uh, why Why that middle of the season that was so bad? What do you think? Is it coaching? Is it effort? Is it chemistry? Is it a combination of all of that? I think it's a combination of all of it. Uh, part of it, too, is is I think that um, you know, they are they are such a young team. Student. Not, not to make excuses for them. I like the pieces on this team. There are young teams in college basketball that find a way to win, but uh, just kind of dumb, dumb mistakes or, or dumb lapses in judgment or lapses in awareness. Uh, like we said, with defense with rebounding. I think that um, at times the coaching staff has been a little bit stubborn in terms of sticking to their game plan and not making uh, the adjustments they need to make, and then trusting, you know, the preparation that they they put in. Um, and and you know, really, a lot of it just comes down to guys just have to play better. Uh, it sounds like a half, you know, it sounds like half baked analysis, but I feel like the, the, the parts that they have on this team are just this, it should be better than a 13 and 10 basketball team right now. And, um, again, definitely have seen some signs of life coming out of that, that Penn state game. Uh, but we saw signs of life in the two games they played after the, uh, the central Michigan game that they lost, uh, you know, a couple of days before the new year. And, after that, it just kind of went back to normal. So if you're going to get people to buy in, I think really if you're going to get your team to buy back in, you got to win these next couple and, or at least win this one tomorrow and, and, you know, show yourself that you, you know, you keep building on those good habits and they can snowball and good things will happen for you. But uh, too often this year, I think it's been a lack of fundamentals, a lack of, uh, I don't want to say lack of effort. They compete, but I just, they don't do. They haven't done the little things well enough. And if they can find a way to clean some of that stuff up, they can. They could. They'll give themselves a chance in every game they have moving forward. But again, this is also a team that, you know, Ohio took them to overtime, and Central Michigan beat them. Um, they can beat anyone that's left on their schedule. But if if they have one of those deer in the headlights games, they could lose to anyone too. So for them, it's it's really important. I think to just kind of take it game by game and. You know, we can sit here and go, okay, well, that looks like a win. That looks like a win. They maybe win that game. That could be a loss. No, they have to. They have to take it one game at a time. And I think if they can just do that and kind of look within, clean up some of those mistakes, they're they're going to give themselves a chance. But I do wonder if if there's enough. T- there is enough time left, but is there enough margin of error left? Uh, I don't know because this Big Ten is pretty wide open and. Um, We'll see what happens. Like, like I said, it's going to be interesting to track the rest of the way. Anthony Broom for the Wolverine.com joining us here on the Meyer guest sign. Meyer, proud to be a longtime partner, University of Michigan Athletics, Wolverine basketball, at least back in the hunt uh, for hearing their name on Selection Sunday with their last two wins over Northwestern and Ohio State. A partridge does come back. That's big for Harbaugh and Michigan football. You can follow all these stories and more on your schedule at the Wolverine. Com. Anthony, appreciate the update. Of course. Thank you for having me. All right, Anthony Broom, uh, check it in. On the Meyer Guest Line, like I said, Meyer, proud to be longtime partners with the University of Michigan Athletics.